the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. I'm excited about our topic today. It's on false doctrine. We're joined by John Nicholas, who came out of an occult. We will talk today about how to recognize false teaching, how to walk free from false teaching, and how to truly know the truth that will set you free. You don't want to miss this great episode today at The Christian View. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. With everyone in the world with their own view wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. Welcome to The Christian View. Thank you at home for watching and invite us into your home. And thank you for listening by radio or podcast. This is The Christian View. We take today's hot topics and hard topics and weigh it against God's word because God does have a view and he has a view for you. And I think now more than ever, it is so important that we start really listening to what Father God is saying to us. Um, before we get into our hot topic, I want to uh, introduce the people around the table today. I have Amy Sutherland. Thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams, Sherry Rigby, and Coach Caitlin. Check out what they're doing. Their ministries are doing so well um, for the kingdom in addition to being part of the Christian view. So check them out and see what they're doing. Um, so today's hot topic is on false doctrine. Mm-hmm. And how needed is that today? So what I want you to do at home, listening, get your Bibles out, get your coffee, get your pen and paper, and so that you can take notes and so that you can, after this, go back and get into God's Word and really dive in and see what He's saying because He's saying so much on this topic. There's over a hundred scriptures warning us to beware of false doctrine. Um, It says in Matthew 7, 15, watch out for false prophets. They come in sheep's clothes. But really, they have a, fi- a fire in their heart to destroy yeah. us. And so we've got to be very, very careful. And then in First John, Caitlin, 4, um, 1, it says, we are called to test the spirits. Yes. We are called to test them. So let's talk about false teachings that we're seeing today. Yes. So some of the false teachings, I always define a false teaching as me-centered instead of he-centered. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. Me-centered instead of he-centered. And so what that means is that any any doctrine that we hear that is about me, 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 right? What do I want to do? What do I want from God? What I feel that there is so much around what can God do for me Mm -hmm. instead of what can I do for God? Right. And any doctrine that doesn't, because when we see the scriptures, people forsook it all. It's kind of like the Stephen Curtis Chapman song way back in the day. He said, I'm going to forsake it all for the sake of the call. Right. Yeah. And so often we want to hear the words that lift us up, but not words that are going to cost us anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the Bible says that narrow is the way that leads Amen. to life and right. broader is the way that leads to heaven. But I feel like we as a church, any doctrine and many of the doctrines are broad ways right. to get to right. heaven. Mm-hmm. And so we have to really... Uh, test and approve it. So 
any faults, doctor, in that it's me-centered instead of he-centered mm -hmm. is faults. But what I mean by that is that we need to understand our purpose and mission in life and that sometimes we're not going to love everything. That God tells us, I didn't right. love everything my parents mm -hmm. wanted me to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Really didn't like a lot of them. Yeah. But I did them because I was their daughter. Mm -hmm. And there are some things that are required of us, not rules, right. but things that are not going to fit into what we want our life to be. And we have to become what God wants us right. to be. Right. And so right. we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and learn the word ourselves exactly. so that we can test that doctrine. Because a false doctrine, too, is things that add to or takes away from God's exactly. word. And so if we don't know scripture, Amy, then we're not going to know, well, wait a minute, that, that belief system just added to God's word or it took God's word away. Yes. Not only is it self-focused, but we've got to make sure that we are, you know, we're not self focus we're God focused in that we know what the word says right yes. and the Bible says that if you know the truth the truth will set you right. free yes and so having that measuring line it's a plumb line Jesus is the word manifest in the right. flesh and he's the plumb line and that connects us straight you know to heaven to have that connection mm -hmm. and then we can divide rightly Right. Between what is correct yes. and incorrect. Absolutely. Right. But, okay. So with so much false doctrine, Sherry, let's just talk about this. How do we, how, how do we decipher? Well, you absolutely have to get out your Bible mm -hmm. and you have to go into the mm -hmm. word of God. And it, in fact, it says in Hebrews five, it talks about solid food and that is the food that we need to be going right. into and diving in. And, and, and we need to be doing that daily, you know, morning, we need to get up in the morning. We need to set our sights on the word of God. Right, we need right. to be in the word. And when people say things to us anymore, I mean, we're seeing it all over the place. People take little pieces mm -hmm. of scripture right. and they use it for what they desire. Yeah. And, uh, and so we have to be in the word, digesting it right. daily so that we can take it in and allow it to, to come back out and flow from us to know whether or not we're aligned with what it is they're saying or what the truth of God right. is. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that I pray a lot is, Lord, give me more discernment. Yes. I yes. need more discernment. Because yes. sometimes the the um, the add-ons or the takeaways are very sly. Yes. And if we don't have that that discernment, then yes. you know we could be pulled in a little mm -hmm. and then maybe a little more. And that's why having the gift of discernment and having mm -hmm. God's Word in our heart is... And that's what I tell my son who's 15. I'm like, you have to know God's Word. You have to spend time. And I yes. say have to because you, you have, have to. to. It, yeah. is, it yes. is essential yes. for our daily life to be in God's Word, to know what He's saying because He will quicken your spirit, yes. right, Lee? Yes, He will. And, he he will. Will. and uh, for me, you you know, it's so important that, you know, as you were saying, having that discernment and it's so important, you know, for all of our viewers and those listening in, even as we're listening to gospel messages, even after we are um, becoming a part of different organizations, if they're not talking about Jesus Christ, him saved, him yeah. crucified right. mm -hmm. and him resurrected and more than likely they're going to lead you into something else. If I listen to a sermon and the sermon does not talk right. about Jesus anywhere in there, it's like, OK, what is this really? The message, the gospel mm -hmm. is about Jesus. The right. gospel is about Christ right. and we're supposed to be focused on the kingdom. So, so many times, you know, the false doctrine leads us into so many other areas, you know, like prosperity. Well, God, right. yes, he wants us to prosper, mm -hmm. he but he didn't want us to prosper all alone. And he told us, he said, if we're what? Willing and obedient, right. we'll eat the good of the land. Amen. So if yeah. we obey him, prosperity is going to come, That's you right. know, so we don't, I, I can't pay for a blessing, you know, and then go home and live in sin Amen. and expect God to bless on top of that. That's not how it works. Amen. Amen. That, is, that is great. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on False Doctrine. We have a great interview with John Nicholas coming up. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. 
All right, welcome back to The Christian View. We're having a great discussion on Fox Doctrine, and I have with me a really good friend, John Nicholas. Thank That's you for right. being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Now, you're a, fa a father, yes, a husband, mm -hmm. an actor, a comedian, yep. but you're also a Jesus lover. Ooh, to say the least, yes. yeah. But before that, you were in a... You were in a cult. I was. So let's, I want to talk about that since we're talking about false, yeah. you know, false teaching. Let's yeah. talk about your cult that you were in. Yeah, yeah. So when my mom kicked me out the house, she sent me to Brooklyn, New York, mm -hmm. and a cousin of mine just brought me right into right. this cult group. They took away my name, no more John. So it what was, were you? Uh, it was Mahayar Lamad. Okay. It was a Hebrew name that they gave me, which equivalent to Swift Learner. Wow. And they yeah. taught me how to basically prepare for what we know to be the tribulation. Mm -hmm. They called it a race war. So they taught me how to strategically fight and disable people. They taught me Old Testament. Wow, yeah. They told me that uh, I was a part of the 12 tribes of Israel. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, uh, okay. They said I was from the tribe of Ephraim right. because of my um, Hispanic heritage from my father's side. Mm -hmm. And we were on street corners in, in Brooklyn, New York, screaming at everybody that walked by that didn't look like us. Right. Um, if I saw you, it was yeah. like, you're the devil. Right. That's what they told me. Um, and I was an angry kid. And so when they brought you in, did you just feel so accepted and were you embraced? And I, Yes, I, I needed the brotherhood. Right. So I grew up in an abusive home. Mm -hmm. So the brotherhood was great for me. I mean, they were loving. They did love on me. Right. Um, but if you did something wrong, then there was consequences right. for that as well. Right. And how long were you in the occult? Well, I mean, uh, I... Well, I moved in Brooklyn in 98, mm -hmm. um, and then 99, Christ didn't come back because they thought Christ right, was coming right. back in 99. 1999. And right. then for a little while longer, they tried to uh, come up with some more doctrine on why he didn't return, carry the two minus right. the one. They tried to calculate yeah, right. it. Um, so a few years, yeah, a few years. I was in it. Mm -hmm. So when did you realize that you were in a cult, and how did you get out? How I got out was when they said, that Christ was going to come back, and he didn't come bursting through the sky. So, so in I was like, ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah. So you, were, you started questioning them. In yeah, 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 yeah. If you tell me that yeah. the invisible God I never knew of is coming through the clouds, right. and I'm like, uh, it's kind of late. Where are you? Right. Right. So you so started that, questioning. Did yeah, start, absolutely. Start That's yeah. the one that burst the bubble for me. I'm like, mm, okay, let me check my calendar right. here. I'm out of here. Yeah, but it wasn't until several years later, many years later, when I finally come to know true Jesus, mm -hmm. went from Old Testament to New Testament, and I learned about the one who came in the flesh. First right. Peter 3, I will never forget, that's the scripture, the chapter that saved me, that got me saved. Right. When he talks about baptism, uh, yeah. of a pledging of a clear conscience towards God. So in one of our other episodes, we, uh, we talked about a relationship versus an experience. Yes. So you had a relationship, an experience that turned into a relationship. Yes. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, the experience, you were referencing the, the cult that I was yes. in. Yes. Well, that experience, and it was riveting because it was very exciting. It was, it was empowering. Mm -hmm. And these men spoke with power. When they right. read the word, they spoke with power, you know. Mm -hmm. But, it, but there, was no, there was no relationship. Right. There was no, no relationship. It was just empty. It was, yeah, it was yeah. empty, of right. course. And mm -hmm. when I met the Messiah, I fell in love. Mm -hmm. I fell in love like when I met my wife for the first right. time. You know, I, I fell absolutely in love. And, and because I was in that false doctrine, he met me like Saul on the way to Damascus. Right. So I fell in love with Jesus, and I ran after him. 
And I think this is an important topic here because there's so many people who are being swayed back and right. forth with every wind of doctrine. Mm -hmm. But if you read the word of God right here in Colossians 2.8, it says, be careful that no one takes you captive through right. philosophy and empty deceit right. based on human tradition. Mm -hmm. And you people need to know what the word of God right. says so you can stand and, and just know who Christ is. Right. Okay, so you had your Damascus Road experience. Yeah, absolutely. And so what happened after that? After the Damascus Road, mm -hmm. so um, I got the gospel, I got baptized, I, my, the, the veil was torn, but I was doing acting and comedy in the Hollywood world, and uh, just a dangerous place to be yes. for a new believer. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, God, you put me here. So I got as far as Kevin Hart in comedy. Okay. I'm on set of Hollywood sets, million dollar sets, Bloodline, uh, uh, Johnny Versace, and I'm seeing all these actors and actresses. Right. And I'm like, I made it, you yeah, know? Yeah. But nope, God says nope. So he gave me a break for a year just to pursue him. Right. And then I came across this Christian film festival, uh, ICFF, yes. and I was given a book called The First Hour for Men, and it talked about giving my first hour to God. And I gave my first hour to the Lord every morning at 5.55 in the morning. Amen. And I just ran after Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then he's so good because what I thought he took from me, he gave me back. Yes. He gave me back faith-based, clean comedy, mm -hmm. faith-based, clean acting. And I just fell in love with ministering the word of God. Right. And I think that's the difference between, mm -hmm. you know, cults and, and, and Jesus because Jesus is all about love and yeah. giving. He's not there to take from us and Absolutely. to condemn us, Absolutely. which a lot of the false doctrine does. Absolutely. He's there to love us, edify us, and lift us up. Absolutely. Well, like, like the young lady said earlier, that false doctrine is uh, me-centered, right? right? Well, it's me-centered. But when it comes about Christ, mm -hmm. Christ points back to his father. Right. He said, I only say and I only do what the father does. So when you look at our walk with Jesus, mm -hmm. it's all about pointing back to glorify our father in heaven. Right. And that's the difference with false doctrines. False doctrines saying, no, you got to be this way. Right. And it's that way. And they set these rules. But it says right here, mm -hmm. not human tradition. Right. We're not supposed to come up with these human tradition. It's supposed to be the way Christ said. It said of, of, of based on the elements of the world rather than Christ. Mm -hmm. So we're some, it's supposed to be based in Jesus, right. and that's the foundation. That's the cornerstone. And so how long have you been walking with Jesus now? Oh, my goodness, three years. Three years. Three years, that good old number three. Yeah. And let's talk about what you're doing today. Oh, what am I doing today? Today I'm preaching the Word of God, so I act. I do faith-based, mm -hmm. clean comedy. Um, I'm a minister of the Word of God. I'm with the First Hour for Men. I, uh, I'm a host of the Hands and Feet of Jesus show where I interview other ministries yes. on the Take In Network. Yes. And, I mean, I'm just looking to grow the kingdom of God. I love ministering to marriages. Mm -hmm. I was a liar and a cheater, a wretched thing, yes. you know, because I was an angry kid, grew up abused. But now I speak to married couples Amen. about the goodness of God. Amen. Thank you so much, John, for Absolutely. being a part of this show Absolutely. today. You're going to bless so many me. people. We'll be right back with a little bit more on Fox Doctrine here at The Christian View. Don't go away. View. We're having a great discussion on Fox Doctrine, and thank you, John Nicholas, for hanging out with us today. I, pre I appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, from the beginning, okay, we're, we're laughing a little bit because we had some technical issues with hair before we came on, but... Um, you know, that's just for the enemy to get us off track. So we are going to get back on track. Um, in Genesis 3 through 1 through 4, it talks about God, I mean, the enemy coming in and trying to confuse yes. God, Eve with what God's word said. And so I think it is so important that we recognize false doctrine and that we pray that the Holy Spirit gives us the gift of discernment. So, uh, Amy, let's just jump right in. How do we discern between false teaching and the true gospel? 
So good. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, you said it, discernment, but discernment is a gift. And the Bible says that we have not because we ask not. So it's something that we can ask for. And I believe that's the most needed thing in our hour, in the body, across the world right now is discernment. Secondly, knowing the voice of the Lord. Now, um, John 10, 27 says, the sheep that are my own hear and listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Now, interestingly, here in the Greek, it um, denotes a tone and even inflection. Mm -hmm. So that's really specific. Really specific. Um, Thirdly, have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I love this, what it says in John 16, 13. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, will guide you into all truth, full and complete truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but will speak whatever he hears the Father saying. So having that relationship with the Holy Spirit is uh, like the uh, glue to having that discernment right. and knowing the voice of the Lord. And then lastly, again, we, what we've talked on is mm-hmm. testing the spirits. Right. And we need that Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to, yeah. to talk and to quicken our spirits. But, you know, one thing I, I get sometimes in the counseling room is I just don't hear God. Does he still speak? And I'm like, mm-hmm. he absolutely speaks today. But sometimes what we have to do is quiet ourselves because yes. in the busyness of life, we just don't hear him or we kind of tune him out because it's maybe not what we want to hear. But Lee, let's kind of shift gears for a minute. Let's the difference between false doctrine and different denominations. Well, I think, you know, that's a very interesting topic. And I think, you know, I think in many instances, one has kind of fed into the other. And I think with the false doctrines, um, many of them have become because of denominational practices. Denominations are not wrong, but I think um, when they first, when a lot of denominations first began, they were intent and they were to give things like workflow order, structure, how the church was going to operate. And somewhere along the line, people took those practices and began to apply them more than they did the word of God. So that's why the Bible teaches us we have to search the scriptures for in them. You know, many of us thought we had eternal life, but then we find, you know, that we were in error. But in it, false doctrines really are more, I would just say, satanic. And um, a lot is man-made. But when you when you begin to look at it, to me, the way you can see the difference is, is it really saying what God wants me to do or is it saying what man wants me to do? And if you can't back it up in the word to show, you know, your church or your denominational doctrine may say do it this way. But if it doesn't, um, if it's not in the Bible or referenced there, then I would say then you need to seek another measure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But what do you do? it, It seems right. Right. It, I mean, it, seem, it, it seems right. It, it doesn't seem like it's that bad. I mean, you're talking about being in a cult and yeah. all the things that they put on you yeah. that contradicted the word of God, but maybe seemed right. Yeah. Well, you cross it with the word. Mm-hmm. You always take it back to the word. Right. But when we have the Holy Spirit that's in us, the Holy Spirit is the one that leads us to all truth. Right. So you would know when you're involved in a false doctrine, when you know that there's a rejection within your spirit that it doesn't feel right. right. Kind of like you're going down that dark alley. And you're like, I don't think I should go down mm-hmm. that road. It's that same feeling. And then you take it and you go according to what the word says and the Holy Spirit right. will do its job yep. in, in, in testifying to all truth. Yeah. And right. in the book mm-hmm. of James, it says if any of you lacks wisdom. Ask. And so if we ask God for wisdom as we read his word, we are wise enough to know what sits with us and doesn't sit with us. What doesn't line up with the word and what does. And so we have to become people who ask for wisdom and understand and really test 
and see, like we right. talked about earlier, mm-hmm. we have to start testing what we That's hear right. at church. I mean, I can't do it because it's my husband. It's your husband. So, <laughs> you know. But, you know, even, if, even, if, even in the desert, you know, Jesus yes. kept going back yeah. and saying, right. it is written, it is yes. written, right. it is written. Exactly. And we can't say that yeah. if we're not in, in God's word. Absolutely. I think that's one of the things I face all the time with mentoring women in entertainment. And I hear this narrative so often where they talk about, well, this is my desire. This is my dream. I'm going to Mm -hmm. manifest this, or this is my purpose, or I'm going to call it out. This is something we've been now seeing a lot in our churches. And that just, it just does not line up with the God, you know, with the gospel of God. So uh, with the word of God. And so you have to go back to the word every Mm -hmm. single time and ask, is it written in his word? And what does that look like? And I, and I think about that so often with the false doctrine and, and it's, and these people that are calling things in and it says in John three about, you know, a person cannot receive anything, um, or one thing unless it is given from him from heaven. And so we, and I think about that so often in our churches, that's something that we're really seeing a lot of that people to proclaim it, call it out. And then all of a sudden it's supposed to happen and we're losing people. And if if I may add, understand the gospel is all about the relationship of fatherhood, right? So it's all about like going back when we were kids, we go to our father and ask him, dad, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. So the gospel is about going back to our father and say, dad, show me this, show me that because he is the word and he points back to the father Mm -hmm. and false doctrine doesn't show the parenting. Okay. They just tell you, tell you, tell you, but there's no nurturing of what that parenthood feels like. And there's no discipline. There's no discipline. There's no accountability because it's, it's kind of a free for all. You know, you can do You If you, you know, if you do this, you'll be more like God or you you can do whatever you want. You are God. That's right. I mean, that's, isn't that one of the, the newest false doctrines out there is, you know, I, I'm my own God. That's new age. I am a God. Yeah. 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 I I think the more that you have that relationship with the Holy Spirit, just practically, if people don't understand, you know, you get that kind of weird feeling in your tummy. For me, Mm. sometimes I get sick to my stomach. Mm. Sometimes I might get a headache. Those are just some practical things that I personally experience when I sense that something is off and then I ask the Lord about it. And that's another way that I've grown in my relationship with the Lord, but also testing the spirits is ask questions. Right. He wants to answer because he wants to tell you. Absolutely. To kind of loop back around what I always tell people who say, well, I want to hear from God, but I don't hear from him. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, it is the word of God. He gave you a whole book. Mm -hmm. If he never speaks to you again, he meant everything he put in this. And so we can test and read this Mm -hmm. and understand this. Mm -hmm. And then the discipline of listening, Mm -hmm. you know, God, is this right? And then taking a few minutes to cut your phone off and just see if you hear anything. Like Amy's saying, I'm like, do you get a feeling about this? What what is that? You have to practice. Yeah. 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 You still didn't know that I'm right. Yeah. 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 Ask That's what he wants us to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, we need, yeah. and we need to be doing that on a daily basis, right? Yeah, I mean, we have to be in God's word, absolutely. in his presence on a daily basis, listening, quieting in ourselves so that we can hear the Holy Spirit right. and what he's saying. And if it's a false, you know, if it's a false doctrine, then we need to turn the other way and, you know, pray, but turn the other way and not feed into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, once we know God's word, then you know, his character, like if you did something out of character, that's like, that's way out of Trudy's character. And that's how it's when we go hear somebody else preach. Mm -hmm. Stay with us. We'll be right back here at the Christian view. Christian View, we've had a great discussion on false doctrine. I would encourage you to get out the Word of God and really read what it says for yourself. Pray for discernment and just pray for the Lord to guide and direct you each and every day. Thanks for tuning in to the Christian View and we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Bye-bye.